Like I got family and um, like I have this whole swath of family that I don't really know that lives in central Illinois. And I've like never seen so many Trump stickers in my entire life. And it's also like all my family members there. I guess the nicest way I can put it are dullards. And it's just they're just like these like simple folk that have been like farming corn for so many generations back. They can't remember a time when they weren't farming corn. And so we go over to their houses and their houses might as well just be filled with rocking chairs and sweet tea and nothing else. And it's everyone just (laughs) sits around in a circle and rocking chairs and rocks back and forth and doesn't say anything. and just grunts and nods their heads. It's it's fucking horrible. So that is pretty terrible, but I do love me a rocking chair. It's true. They're pretty great. I mean, like, if you're doing nothing but just, like, slowly moving your body rhythmically back and forth. Yeah, that's fair. While being comfortable. Like, some rocking chairs, not so comfortable because they hold you at, like, a right angle. True. You're just like, oh, God, like, I feel like my back's so straight. Not all rocking chairs are created equally. Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Well, I, mean, I like I like donuts too. Mmm, I can see that. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Ducks rape things. Ducks like rape each other. Wait, it kills them. That's not very interesting. Really? Yep. I love it when Guatemalan toddlers die. Oh uh, yeah. So like, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think on that note, we might as well just jump right into it, Tim. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> this is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone. Uh, so, yeah, holidays and stuff? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, we're talking about holidays. You know, it's not, this isn't going to be like our holidays episode where we just shout out holidays. This is going to be our hands-on experience with the yeah. holidays and the New Year's, and I guess Christmas specifically, and I guess us just reflecting on our experiences with it and, and how that made us feel deep down in our coal-ridden cores. <laughs> coal-ridden? Is that because we're both from Kentucky? Yeah, it's be- yeah. so we both <laughs> me and Tim have Friends of Coal license plates because we just fucking love coal so much, and, you know, coal keeps the lights on, so... Why not just fill our fucking chest cavity with fucking coal, just in case? Just so my lungs can match the color of my heart. That would be great. Exactly. Fucking Black lung and all that good shit. Just grind it up into a, into a powder and then mix it with some kind of slurry that you would find out of some deep crevice in the ocean from where you get some other type of nasty-ass fossil fuel, dinosaur blood, piece of shit, sludge, and mix it all together and... And you can pour it into a mold in the in the shape of a beautiful woman, and then you can make love to your coal. That's right. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of fucking shit you can do with fossil fuels. Somehow, somehow, plastics are a fucking fossil fuel based material, which I don't completely understand. Like, I know intuitively that you need base essentially gasoline in order to make plastic but I, I i still don't fucking understand it like my brain is just like yeah. gasoline's a liquid but then plastic's a solid and I, I have a uh, 
a third grade science education. So that's that's about where my expertise ends on that. I would think they probably make a deal with the devil. You know, they they bring a, an offering of of dinosaur rot to the devil, and the devil's like, okay, well, what do you want me to do with this? And they're like, I don't know, make it into a computer. Make, make it. Oh, I would need some computer parts. Puda pots, please, Mister Mister Devil. And he's like, okay, well, uh, in exchange, I'm I'm gonna give all the people who live around you black lung. And they're like, deal. Deal. Worth. Hashtag That's worth. That. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back to holidays. <laughs> um, a lot of people in Kentucky have black lung, and it's sad. <laughs> no, yeah, no. It's very That's sad. where we both spent our holiday. We were both in Kentucky. That's true. So so uh, close, yet so far away. That's true. I, we had the opportunity to hang out. Why didn't we do that, Jimmy? Uh, you know, we're adults, and we're busy, and... You know, we only have such limited time of free time to, you know, spread amongst everyone and their fucking dog that wants to spend time with us for the holidays. Yep. That should be a positive thing of like, oh, so many people want to spend time with me for the holidays. I should be grateful. But instead, it's just like, oh, these dirty schmucks want to spend time with me. I can't spend time with everyone. This blows. But do they really? I feel like as soon as I spend time with someone for a, a sufficient period, and I mean like all of ten minutes, they figure out pretty quickly that it's not just a simple meet and greet, and that I'm going to be in their life for the the next couple of days. Did it you ever consider, like, Tim, that maybe it's just because your personality? <laughs> yeah, I did, and I think <laughs> I think that's it. No, that's that is the no, conclusion. Tim, I know it's true, Jimmy. Like oh. I. I have a conflictual personality. I want to fight with people sometimes. Oh, I mean, yeah, that that's true. You you yeah, you're you're uh, you're a pugilist at heart. Yeah, I am. And even if it's if it's mental pugilism, I'm going to I'm going to fucking go for it. I am going to throw the first blow in an effort to get someone to step into the ring with me. It's true. I mean, someone could be on your fucking side and you you just like whip out your fucking curvy ass assassin's blade and stab them in the fucking kidneys just because <laughs> you want to have a fucking argument for some goddamn reason. Yeah, you've seen it personally. You know how it happens, man. It's true. It's true. Like yeah. someone can can literally agree with you on like ninety nine point nine percent of the points that you're trying to make, but that point yep. zero one, they don't agree with you in the exact I don't know wording or vocabulary that you ascribe to. So yep. you have to, you you know, take them both hands in. In their with like their head and just shove your fucking thumbs into their eye sockets until yep. they're on your side a hundred percent. That's what I do. That's what I do. They were like, uh, like uh, verbatim. You know, we were having a discussion about. Well, I don't want to go into politics. I rescind that original statement that I was about no, to talk about. It, it's, talk it, about it's 2018, man. Everything is fucking drenched in politics. You can't uh-uh. talk about a fucking cardboard box without referencing the EPA and yeah. the fact that we're living in a fucking trash planet and that global warming is coming to kill all of us. I, it, like, it, it fucking blows and I hate it 
and it fucking sucks. Like, I can't even, like, watch, like, a fucking feel-good movie without thinking, like, oh, look, they're wasting all the fucking wrapping paper. Look at that. They should fucking be recycling that. They're fucking putting the fucking wrapping paper in the trash can. These people are fucking Trump-voting pieces of shit. You know, like, it, it sucks. Yeah. But it's reality. Yeah, and I know a lot of them aren't even thinking about it. The number of times that I asked people over the vacation where their recycling was – and they just kind of like looked at me blankly, like, "I would do you? What's that?" Or you know, like not, not like they had never heard of it before, but they don't do it. Nobody does. No one does. Yeah, it's it's like virtually unheard of unless you live next to, uh, you know, some oasis of recycling, like like uh, Berea College where we went. They have yeah. a recycling facility. So sure. uh, where you know where we went and, and visited my wife's family, they. Yeah. Do some recycling, but everyone nice. else doesn't even have the, you know, a relative opportunity to do so. Right. It's like it's not even there. Like it's not even like something like I live in a metropolitan area and you would think like since recyclables, they're not necessarily like very valuable. It's not like fucking gold or yeah. ga- gasoline or coal that we mentioned earlier or something else that can be sold for like a high profit. Like it's not worth a lot, but at the same time it's fucking free for these assholes to come and pick up. And even though they're taking our recyclables and, and like turning around and selling them, they charge us like $30 every two months or some shit to like come and pick it up. Which yeah. I think it's bullshit. And they don't even come and pick it up a lot of the time. No, they pick it up. Yeah. They pick it up once every two weeks. We pay, we spend like, $30 like every, you know, two months to for like it to be picked up um, yeah. four times. It ain't cheap to recycle, but that's not the point. You know, like you, you, you right. do – you recycle because it's the right thing to do and because in the long run, it's going to give your species an additional amount of time to be able to figure out other fuel sources so we don't all just die. Yeah, like 0.056 – two percent more time than we would if we weren't recycling yep because there's still a shit ton of fucking trash that like isn't recyclable and even the recyclables i mean like the process of like taking that material and turning it into something else i mean it's it's better than the alternative but i mean it's still you know pollutes and puts shit in the atmosphere and x y and z yeah it's pretty bad. And a lot of people uh, – I didn't have a whole lot of environmentally centered discussions with uh, my family members. It's probably for I, the best. But I, yeah, I know where those kinds of conversations are going to go. Uh, yeah. You know, bring you back to a point I was making earlier. Like I, I know the things to say if I want to bait somebody into an argument. You mean trigger like, them? I, I, I know – what what'd you say? How to trigger your parents? How to trigger my parents? Yeah, my parents or my 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 brother or sister or uh, you know any of my uh, my in laws. Like I, I know the things that are gonna piss God's them off. God's dead. He doesn't exist. Yeah. Totally <laughs> wrong. It's like rip off your fucking shirt. You have like an upside down cross tattoo to your chest. Yeah, and then on like I turn around on my back and there's like a big hammer and sickle and they're <laughs> they're just like oh fuck this guy like he is he stands for everything I hate. I'm Captain Antichrist Communist. Hear yes. It's going to be a wrestling name. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. I would definitely have some kind of cool, like, Marxist-centered turnbuckle move. I don't know. Eat my hammer and sickle. 
sickle. I named my left arm Hamel and I, I named my right arm Sickle. Now you may die. <laughs> With the power of my labor, I would overcome your class differences. <laughs> I'd pay Something. to see that. It was a little too Austrian. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, you know. Heading that way. Austrian, Russian, Bosnian. What's the fucking difference? German. Yeah, it's all it's all the Eastern. They're all the area, same. The They're not the United same. States. Exactly. <laughs> it's all the same stuff. Oh, man. But I love my family. They have some pretty weird views sometimes. Um, I actually found out that one of my family members is a pseudo-flat earther. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so yes. how can he be a pseudo a flat earther? Okay. Okay. So I'm excited. Yeah. Right. Like I, I'm pretty sure that, that this individual. I don't even want to give gender because I don't want to give it away. Uh, but this individual uh likes to be edgy, right? They, oh yeah, they have like fingerless gloves and they have yeah. like really heavy like eyeshadow. And uh-huh. they, I don't know, like one of their bangs is always covering one of their eyes, no matter which way they turn their head. Are you describing an emo person? Yeah, pretty much. I was trying to think of edgy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Edgy uh, circa 2006. Shirts that elongate the torso. You know, that, that that kind of fashion. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know how to elongate my torso. I guess you wear dresses. Right? Dresses or, you know, like vertically striped uh, shirts and things yep. of that nature. Yeah, they're kind of like, yeah, it's like an optical illusion. But, exactly. But with shirts. Exactly. It's pretty great. Uh, okay, so this person, uh, we, we were having like a regular old discussion uh, and uh, uh, they were like, so you guys have heard of like flat earth theory, right? And we were like, right? And we're all kind of like looking at uh. This person with like cockeye, like, like oh, where shit. are you going? Like, why are you bringing that up? Why, why, like, why? We were just talking about something nice. We were talking about yeah. the theory of Santa, and now you're bringing this flat Earth shit into the conversation. Oh, we talked about the theory of Santa not two conversations before that. Like, we we segued, segued, and then we got to flat Earth, and I don't know how that could happen. Well, you see, Santa, it, it, it's impossible for Santa to deliver all the gifts if the Earth is round. There's too much of a circumference to cover. But you see, if the Earth is flat, Santa could very easily <laughs> hit all of the homes within yeah. the eight-hour mark. It'd be so much more or less difficult if it was just a fucking flat Earth as opposed to, I don't even fucking know. Uh, Jesus, but you're totally right. It's like uh, Santa Claus isn't flying around a globe. Instead, he's just playing a big old game of Snake. You know, he's hitting all the chimneys as he goes, except he gets smaller, I guess, because it's like his bag gets shorter. I don't know. So you start out on like super difficult and it gets easier. (laughs) Right. Yeah. The further he goes, easier it gets because he has less shit to carry with him. Yeah. I'm glad we summed all that up. That that proves Flat Earth and Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So uh, this person was – they. They said, uh, what was it exactly? Uh, something like, I, I'm not a flat earther. And you know, whenever somebody says, like, I am not fill in the blank conspiracy theory, it right. means that they at least. I'm not saying flat- Bush knocked down the towers, but what if Bush but, knocked down the towers? Yeah, there's always the butt, and you don't want to look at their butt. You know, I'm you not don't- saying Hitler was a good dude, but. But. <laughs> look at all this good shit he did. 
And then they have like this weird ass pseudoscience that comes directly behind it that you've never heard in your life. They're like, <laughs> so uh, when the sunlight hits Earth, UV radiation makes things hot. They're like, okay, yeah, I'm following you. That sounds that yeah, sounds yeah. Sun, sun, ball of fire. Sun so, gives off light. Light, yeah, fire hot. makes things warmer. Got it. Yeah, got it. Uh, my third grade science education is keeping up so far. And they're like, okay, so follow me here. Uh, what if the light hits the moon and then the light that is emitted by the moon is cold? Uh, nope. Nope. Okay. Hot, uh, hot hitting – no, <laughs> hot hitting something, warming it up doesn't make the <laughs> – so yeah. the, the heat magically cold, but I'm, I'm going to follow anyways. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, where are you going with this? And they're like, what I'm proposing is that the Earth is an ellipse. And I, I'm thinking in my head, you just heard the word ellipse Tuesday. Like, I know that you've probably heard that word not too long ago, and you're just trying to find a way to use it in conversation and sound intelligent, but you actually have no idea what you're talking about. So then they the proceed to try to explain what? what's ellipsing? How, what's the Earth ellipsing? Like, what's what's it covering? They're saying that it's shape, like it's like ovular in shape, and I'm like, well, okay, I'll, like I don't understand. Like, how could the Earth be an ellipse? Like, how could I don't know? Like, like that in itself doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Tell me how to know. <laughs> I, I, I suppose I could try to explain it, but you know, wouldn't that totally defeat the purpose? <laughs> yeah, I'm, was, I'm yeah. railing on this person because they brought up a ridiculous idea and that I was forced to listen to it for all of 30 seconds before I blinked my eyes twice and looked away from this person in hopes that they would change the conversation. <laughs> So I looked up the definition of ellipse just to confirm that yep. I wasn't like completely fucking insane. And so here's a definition from uh, Google. It says it's a noun. So yep. it's it's like a thing. And it cool. says a regular oval shape traced by a point moving in a plane so that the sum of its distances from two other points, the foci is constant resulting when a cone is cut by an oblique plane that does not intersect the base. So now I'm more confused than I was before. <laughs> but I guess more or less an ellipse is an oval? Yes. So they're basically <laughs> so basically their whole argument is that the Earth is an oval and that the sun is making the Earth hot, but the moon is making it cold? What the fuck are they trying to say? Uh, I didn't take the time to listen, which I, I suppose is my own damn fault, but I didn't want to waste any more of my brain cells in that manner. Yeah, that's that's fair. I'm, I'm kind of at yeah. that point in my life, too. Like, I used to... There was a period in my life, a.k.a. T circa 2015, 2016, the most recent presidential election, where I would, you know, focus all my energy on being angry and uh, trying to argue with people I didn't know on the internet on things that weren't based on reality or the natural-slash-physical world that we inhabit and live in uh, because there's a lot of batshit insane people out there. But, you know... I've just come to a point in my life where I realize that it's, you know, more of a waste of energy on my part and really not worth it to try to argue with these people because we live now in a post-truth 
society where people can choose whatever fucking reality they want out of the magic hat that is the internet and they can find facts wherever they want to reinforce their ideas and ideologies to tell them that they're right and make them feel good about themselves so there's no fucking point in talking with people i mean i guess in person it's more sincere so you're more likely to have an actual effect but as far as communicating with people on the internet and trying to relay complex ideas it's a complete and utter waste of time yes you're totally right jimmy and i think that that brings us to one of the first silver linings of this episode okay Uh, you don't have to engage people like it's not up to you to teach others how not to be ignorant or dumb or what have you it's just not your job like you don't have to do that you can still be a good person and not try to correct all the wrongs of the world. That's true. You don't have to be... I mean, I guess the internet slang for it is an SJW, a.k.a. a social justice warrior, mm-hmm. of where you just waste all of your energy on uh, worthless sacks of shit on the internet trying to explain to them why there is income inequality in the United States of America and why it isn't necessarily a specific ethnic group's fault that there's like so many fucking issues and that there is more likely like from a logical standpoint a wealthy majority that's calling the shots it's not just like a fucking swarm of ethnic minorities that are uh creating the uh income inequality that we've been experiencing over the last you know 30 40 years uh it's not your job to explain that to fucking luddite idiots that uh don't have a basic understanding of uh anything yeah just just anything period they have not a basic understanding of nothing uh so that that particular phrase luddite Mm -hmm. you know that that term uh that actually reminds me of something else that i said over the course of the break uh i actually called one of my uh, one of my favorite family members a luddite (gasps) yeah it it was in in passing like I, i was like uh, you know, that probably makes you a Luddite, right? In, in reference to the fact that they didn't want to use uh, the Amazon Echo, I think is the name of it, which is like this it, – it's basically a way to – you, you know what I'm talking about. You've I mean of, there's plenty of other good reasons not to use an Amazon Echo outside of being a Luddite. Like you don't want like the NSA and the CIA and the FBI listening to everything you fucking say. Like, yeah, exactly. And Reasons well, completely outside of being a Luddite. Yeah, these well, this this particular person was like, I you know, they they said that they were they were afraid of it because they 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 were fearful that they wouldn't know when it was on and when it was off. Uh, yes. Which, I mean, to to sum it up, probably what you just said, like they don't want people listening to their conversation when they're not uh, viscerally aware that that is going on. Totally fair, but I was like, okay, so you're a Luddite, and they're like, what's that? And I was like, oh, let me look up the actual definition, and I found out that Luddite is a pejorative, and I felt really bad about it. I mean, it's used in a pejorative, like, way, but at the same time, I don't think it's necessarily pejorative. I mean, on its most base way of using the word, it's just people that are, excuse me, got some burps in there, uh, (laughs) fearful of technology. Uh, for better or worse, uh, I mean, most traditionally you have, uh, things such as, uh, for like when, like the printing press came out way back in the day, there were, they called the people, uh, Luddites that didn't like the printing press because it, 
uh, got rid of plenty of jobs where people were scribes and they would have to write down the words manually. Obviously, the printing press would cut out a lot of that fucking labor, right? And then, you know, after the printing press with typewriters and things, you can see the continual uh, change in time of how it required less and less manual labor from human beings and more and more of that labor was put on to the robots, if you will. Yeah. It, this was uh well I, to give uh, our our listeners just a little bit of a background uh so the Luddite movement began in Nottingham and lasted from 1811 to 1816. Uh, they were a secret oath-based organization of English textile workers uh, that eventually had to be suppressed with military force because they were uh, essentially anarcho-primitivists. Like they obviously didn't like people uh, or machines taking their jobs, uh, being a little bit more efficient. Uh, so they disregard it entirely. But neoludism uh, is this tendency that uh, I guess at least from a, a millennial's perspective. I'm not going to go in the self-checkout line. Yeah. I want the cashier <laughs> to ring me up one carton of PBR at a time. Yep, exactly. I, I even mentioned that I, somebody was like, uh, so how do you get around people mugging people in the streets? I was like, well, you can insert – uh, some type of security chip at birth that is going to keep all of your your information on it, and you can pay things off with it, and yada yada yada. And if it's ever removed or tampered with, then it just goes blank and wipes all the stuff, so you never have to worry about getting mugged, yada yada yada. And they're like, ah, that's what the end time says. Oh Everybody my god, the fucking number sign of the, of beast. the beast. Yeah. Oh my that's god. What they think, and it's like, okay, so it's encouraging you to be a neoludite. Uh, dude, uh, yeah, geez. You know when they started adding the chip to like credit cards and debit cards? Um, yep. about three or four years ago. No, about three years ago. Yeah. So I was working at Trader Joe's at that time, and so I literally had like these ancient old white people there, be like, "You, hey, uh, you realize that this chip here in my credit card is a sign of the beast. It's a sign the beast is coming." I'm like, "Um, I'm just trying to ring up your bananas, ma'am." Um. Yep. Here you go. It's it's a dollar twenty nine. I'm going to use this card. It's a sign of the beast, but I don't like it. I'm like, all right. Have a great day. <laughs> That's uh, bye now. I was taught when I was uh, when I was going to church when I was younger that UPC codes were uh, number of the beast. Like the little lines on the back of like your fucking yep, anything, bar- everything, your barcodes. Barcodes. Yeah. yeah. Barcodes. Period are a sign of the beast. Pretty weird. Universal wow. codes. Yeah, and, I feel like I understand you so much more well, Tim, just based off that statement. Mm-hmm. Oh, the way but... that you're just like, every time we're talking about how like the world's dying, we like, we're losing our attention span. You're just like, yeah, man, like I have like five fucking tabs open, man. It's a sign of the beast. Yeah. Five <laughs> plus one is six. Six times... 111 is 666. <laughs> I have 666 tabs open right now, man. The world is dying. Yep. That's that's about it. <laughs> Number 23. Uh, yeah, I was about uh, one degree and a compound and uh, additional a wife away from a cult when I was growing up. So there's – it's very close. You know? That's there's, cool, man. Those metaphysical lines are sometimes blurred. Dude, I witnessed an exorcism while I was growing up, and I somehow, like, compacted that to my brain to make it make sense until I grew the fuck up. 
Whoa. Would you yeah, mind dude. sharing that with us, Jimmy? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I went... So there's, like, so many, like, layers to this cake that was my religious upbringing. But to, to give you the short-end version of it, my mom is a lesbian. And so we went to this... Uh, Pentecostal church, but it's basically a Pentecostal church for gay people because Pentecostals, as anyone that's familiar with the Pentecostal church knows that Pentecostals hate gay people. So it's basically all these, you know, queer people that couldn't go to a Pentecostal church, so they made their own church. And I don't even understand quite how it came about because, I mean, I was like 14, 15 at the time. But ironically enough, there was this uh, guy that uh, went to this gay Pentecostal church named Angel, which is ironic, right? Angel. Uh, and basically, I don't know why, but he was basically speaking in tongues, but speaking in tongues in a very scary way uh, and thrashing about and probably had about anywhere between six to ten people on top of him, laying hands, praying to him, and also speaking in tongues. And I'm just, like, sitting there in the pews watching this happening. And I have, like, this old... Like, there was it was weird about this gay Pentecostal church we went to. Is it was, like, 99.9% .9 gay. And then there was, like, a handful of, like, straight people that went there. And for whatever reason, there was, like, this ancient Mexican woman that was sitting next to me that was just like, Oh, you know... He, the uh, the devil, uh, he's in him, and he's got his claws, he's got his claws in him. And I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, ancient Mexican woman. And then it's just like, kebab, 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 and I'm just like, um, I guess this is, you know, like, I'm, I'm just like, you know, taking it all in as if it's like all fucking real. Because if you're, you know, more or less a child, and you see a bunch of adults doing literal insane shit, you're like, well, I guess this is reality. There's fucking demons and people and shit, and you've got to have, like, ten people dogpile them and pray over their ass until it gets better. And it was, like, a two-and-a-half-hour fucking service, even though it was only supposed to be an hour long, and just had to watch this asshole get exercised, fucking dick, okay. ruin my goddamn Sunday. First and foremost, that is incredibly ironic that the only guy I've ever heard of named Angel has to be mm -hmm. exercised. Yeah, exactly. That's literally the only person that I've ever met named Angel. Yeah. Uh, it's almost yeah. like he was destined to be exercised at some point in his life. It's true. Like, it, it's the kind of shit you would expect, like, a Hollywood screenwriter to do. It's like, oh, how are we going to make this edgy and cool? Okay, I've got an idea. We're going to name this guy Angel, because, you know, angels are, like, pure and whatever, and these, like, <laughs> these extraterrestrial beings. But in all actuality, this guy named Angel has got a demon in him. Get it? Because angels are the opposite of demons. Yep. And he's got to get exercise. Like, oh, yeah, dude, it's so fucking creative. Let's do some more coke and keep writing the script. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Do you think that some of the people who are who are, uh, participating in the exorcism were also on some type of substance? You know, I wish they were. I feel like it would make the entire thing make a lot more sense. It's an excuse. <laughs> um, like, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, I didn't realize that everyone before they went to church service that day in the parking lot, just like took some fucking Molly and uh, you know, <laughs> by the end of the service, they were really feeling it. And they just wanted to like rub hand, like rub each other's bodies with their hands and just say like whatever weird bullshit came to their brains. Like I'd be like, okay, that makes a lot more fucking sense. But you know, <laughs> coming from the perspective that they were all like sober as shit 
at like 11 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday and we're just like saying crazy nonsense. It's just like, wow, what the fuck? Oh, man. What Wouldn't the it fuck be is this? If there was like a guy, like a, a guy that nobody had ever seen before in your church and he was just like standing outside the door and he's got like a like a big puffy jacket on. Oh, yeah. And he's just like standing there like looking side to side, seeing if anybody's <laughs> watching him. And like every time some old ass white guy stumbles past him, he like shakes his hand in a weird way. Right. <laughs> and like, everybody's just high as fuck. <laughs> It'd be great. Like how does that even – yeah, that's so weird. I, I think uh, herd mentality definitely plays into events like this. You know, one oh, person – has the uh, audacity to be like, you know what? Exercise. We're going to exercise somebody today. And then everybody else is like, well, I don't want to seem like someone who's not as faithful as Joe. So I need to participate in this. And then before you know it, the majority of the church is in some way or another doing that. So then the the ancient old lady in the pew has to turn to some uh, youthful person sitting next to him and be like, hey, uh, random bullshit, blah, blah, blah. And then the yeah. kid's like, oh, man, I guess this is what indoctrination's like. And right. I, yeah. That's it. That's I it. guess this is reality now. I guess I'm just going to have to go the rest of my life believing in fucking demons and shit. Yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. But some people, they actually think that they've they've seen these types of things. Some of uh, some of my family members, as I as they ventured back home for the holiday, yeah. uh, have – claim to have been in contact with angels and or demons at some point in their life. So I, these people are believing it. Like, I don't think that they're dishonest. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I also think that they probably are not as sober as they like to believe they are, but you know, that's, that's life for you. It's life. I mean, uh, I've, I've heard one too many stories of people that are literally schizophrenic that, you know, believe they're like talking directly to God that once they get put on medication, they're like, holy shit, I thought I was fucking talking to God and shit. But really, I just have to have some fucking lithium in my goddamn diet. And now <laughs> I don't hear those fucking voices anymore. Holy shit. That was all in my goddamn head. OK, so follow me here. What if they are and lithium is just the way that the devil is trying to keep people from hearing the voice of God. Well, I guess we're going to go down that fucking rabbit hole, and we're just going to have to all... I don't even know, man. I mean, you, you can play that route. You're like, what you, then we can keep going down that rabbit hole of just like, well, what if people that have Down syndrome like literally are inhabited by fucking demons because oh. in the, the Bible, basically anyone that had like any form of like mental retardation, there's like, oh, demons, fucking demons. They got demons in them. Explain it. Isn't it terrifying, though? I, I think that really does get to the root of the cause. Like people are afraid. There's all kinds of reasons in this world to be. Uh, worried or anxious and we want to make sense of it because at least it gives us direction that we can focus our, our our hatred or our passion towards and that gives us some sense of stability which can alleviate that anxiety i mean some yeah. of these folks that I, I spent time with the calmest uh seemingly sanest people 
that I have ever spent time with. But if you dig a little bit deeper, you find that, you know, they're just as worried and scared and illogical as the rest of us. Yeah. They just have a different way of of making sense of the world. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, uh, I feel like we've been we've been drumming on that for a while. I also want to talk about waste. Like we, we talked a little bit about it earlier in the episode, but uh, it, there's all kinds of waste that goes on on the holiday. I wish that we would stop the tradition of gift giving altogether. Like I like I like receiving gifts. Uh, and I, there have been times in my life that I've even enjoyed giving gifts. You know, you, you find that perfect thing for somebody that's it's going to brighten their day or it's the thing that they really need, but they, they don't quite have the funds or willingness to spend on themselves in order to acquire it. So you get it for them and you get to kind of vicariously enjoy that item with them. Right. Yeah. Really, really cool. But the possibility of that happening each and every time that you give a gift is very small. Right. That's like a one in 10 ratio of just like, you know, most of the time you're just like trying to fill space. Yeah, you really are just like, well, I want to take part in this pseudo gift economy, so I am going to bring gifts because that is what is expected of me. So you end up buying things like sometimes it's like it's useless shit. Like you, you don't need to get people, uh, you know. And I, I don't want to. Uh, well, I, I I am hesitant to say. It what seems like you're thinking of a very specific gift, Tim. What are you thinking of, Tim? Soap. <laughs> now anyone that listens to this podcast that received soap from tim realized it was soap given with malice yeah it was uh okay so i i i love the fact that people are thinking of me when they're buying me certain gifts but i received one gift in particular uh and it was it was a bar of soap that was made with goat's milk jim, jim bean Ooh. Yeah, drank that Jim Beam. That's a whiskey. So if I use that soap, I am going to smell like a hobo. <laughs> it's the exact opposite <laughs> of what I want soap to do, right? Like okay. I want my soap to be anti-hobo. I don't yeah, Tim, smell like a hobo. I don't mean to stop you here. And so I got a gift, and I didn't think of this because I'm not as clever as you are. But I received a shampoo. And it was a it was a fancy shampoo. And do you want to know what the scent was named? What was it? Bourbon. <laughs> Bourbon. Bourbon scented soap. <laughs> so I suppose I too, if I use the soap, <laughs> will end up smelling like a hobo. Yeah, we should just we should wash up one day and then just go out and panhandle, dude. <laughs> it's we too late, yelling, dude. People popping rail cars. Panhandling is only popping like right before Christmas because that's when you can get people right in the feels where yeah. they like go to the fancy mall and they're like, oh, I just spent $20 on this fucking bourbon soap and this asshole here has holes in his shoes and he's asking for money. I guess I'll give him some money. Mm-hmm. It's too late now. No one gives a shit. Everyone's broke. Yep. That's right. They already spent it all on bourbon soap. Exactly. <laughs> you, you shit out of luck. <laughs> shit out of luck, man. Uh, I I've, I've been making it a point not to give to people. I, we've talked about that like a bajillion times, though. Like, hey, everybody, go check out our older episodes if you'd like to know Jimmy and myself's opinion in regards to giving to homeless peoples. Yeah, it's true. We've talked about it, Edna. Fuck them. That that's our that's the official official opinion on homeless people from Sinking Pound Army. Fuck them. Fuck them. 
Yeah, we're we're not we're not crazy. We're, we're not we're not even libertarian assholes. We're just uh, we're just some guys. You know, we we express our political opinions every now and then. Uh, but I think we have some well reasoned arguments. So go check out our previous episodes. Yeah, there you go. Because if you, if you care what we think, <laughs> <laughs> which you obviously don't, or you yeah, send us I, more emails, but that's okay. I hope we not. we we hate you equally. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, seriously. But don't fuck yourself. We love you so much. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? I think uh, homeless people should be more like Diogenes, who's one of our uh, one of our champions here on Cynic Empowerment. Uh, they should go live in a wash tub and be surrounded by dogs and light a lamp in the middle of the day to search for honest men. Yeah, that seems like a fucking well worth endeavor. Like having your fucking headlights on at 1 p.m. in the afternoon, just go around looking for honest men because the fucking headlight on your fucking car is going to be super useful when it's bright as fuck outside. Good idea. It's, it's symbolic. It's symbolic. They're, they're trying to find the honest men so that they can discover truth or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a it's great idea. A Everyone's going to be able to see your well-lit fucking lamp at, you know, two in the afternoon when it's bright as fuck outside. Yeah. Waste your fucking talking about wasting resources. Let's waste all that wick and all that candle and all that gas lamp full fluid lighting your lantern during broad daylight. Good idea. What a great philosopher you are. Oh, well, so bright. <laughs> so genius. So, so genius. Okay, well, it, it's it's only for the discerning member uh, of our of our listener audience. So, uh, do as you will. That is the whole of the law. Uh, I don't that know. is the whole of the law. The whole of the law. Yeah, I am the law. I actually considered asking all my family members to give to a charity of my choice. Instead of getting- um, please give to a Democrat Socialist of America. It would mean a lot to me. <laughs> Pretty uh, much. I was afraid it was going to be too politically involved, and that they were all going to be like, "Fuck you, Tim. We're going to give you bourbon soap instead." <laughs> give you bourbon soap instead. Here's what I think of your Democratic Socialist of America. Yeah, you can you can fuck right off with that shit. Uh, it's hard though, cause I. You know, we see these people who are ripping open presents, and it's especially apparent with the kiddos. Kiddos oh, love, yeah. they love ripping off uh, the the paper in, in this terrifying frenzy. Right, they're and like fucking they, piranhas. Yeah, and they get to the center of the gift, and uh, sometimes it's the favorable result where the kid's like, "Oh wow, this is this is freaking awesome!" You know, I love it so much. And then they run over the person who gave it to him and give him a big hug and a kiss, and it's it's great. You know, it's the best time uh, because you know they, they you know you got that purity of a child, and they like they they show exactly what they mean. There's no there's no lying, right? That's true. At the same time, if they get a gift that they don't like, they're just like, why? Yeah, like what is this? <laughs> like immediately, just like why? They don't know how to lie. They're just like this. This is this is dumb. Why would you? Why would you get me bourbon soap? I'm seven. Yeah, this is stupid. Because <laughs> so, you, you you can eat it. Uh, did you give any gifts to children? Uh, I did not. Uh, fortunately, I don't have any close relatives with children. I mean, so like the there were children that I was around with Evans and Morgan's families. 
but I didn't feel the necessity of like being close enough to them to have to give them gifts. And also like the, the adult to child ratio amongst their families is so low. It's like one child for every 10 adults that they were like, so like buried in gifts of like the highest magnitude that I, I I feel zero guilt to not getting them anything like the gifts they got in their small little, you know, child bodies. I'm just like, damn dude, I wish I got that when I was fucking six. Jesus. That's amazing. And also like kids toys nowadays. Like I know we're not that old, but even still in the short amount of time, like art looks so fucking cool. Like I'm a little bit jealous that I'm not a kid in 2019 like the fucking like like this one little kid got this uh this transformer toy that transforms from like a t-rex to like a full-on like optimus prime like robot yeah and i had some of those when i was a kid and the fact that they looked like whatever animal they were supposed to be and whatever robot they were supposed to be was um close at best right it was just like if you if you squinted your eyes and held it like really uh, like arm's length you could kind of guess what it was Uh but like this like looked like a legit fucking t-rex and i was just like damn it this is bullshit yeah it's got like contours and everything like there's some curvature to it it's not just some blocky looking thing that you have to use your imagination to figure out what it is exactly yeah, we we got um, we got some Transformers toys from some of our uh, some of our nephews, and they they fucking loved them. Of course, it was all they, about they it. They look amazing. Why wouldn't they love them? If they didn't. They would be ungrateful little swine. Uh huh. And, and everybody kind of competes for the affection of the children, which is oh, for a sure. dumb tendency. Like, why waste your time with that? They're gonna forget about it in a week. Oh they're yeah, not, not even in a week. Like in two days, they're not gonna remember who gave it to them. No, just that they have it and now it's their possession and they represent that as being part of their property because that's how that works. Exactly, and they can hold it over all the other children. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, I, I won. I won one of one of my one of my nephews the the competition for getting the best gift. Ooh, what did you get him? One got him a book. So there is hope. Wow. In humanity. What, what was it like? The Communist Manifesto? Like it was. It was the Communist Manifesto. It had a big hammer and sickle on the front of it. And he's like, oh, thank you, Comrade Tim. And I'm like, you're welcome, little comrade. It was great. It's you're just wearing like one of those fucking like dome fur hats and a fully red garb outfit. That's right. Yeah, got a, got a little, little surcoat and everything. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, it was it was a book about it was a book about knights. You know, he, he loves like uh, medieval stuff. And I'm into that kind of thing too. So – you know, it was it was my wife's idea. It was absolutely fantastic. If you look at page seventeen, you can see a picture of me getting hit in the face with a brick. Yeah, it's really important. That's <laughs> that's real night shit right there. Got some brick dust in my mouth. It was pretty gross. Not too tasty, little nephew. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's that's great though. Like. It, it, you know, it, it's those moments that make you think that gift giving's okay, but by and large, it's just a complete waste of time. We've done yeah. away with it in some some of our uh, some of our friend and family circles. They've just decided, uh, you know, you know, we can give a gift to a person if we feel like it, and otherwise, fuck it. You know, I just don't don't worry about it, which is great. Like, I'm glad they're giving up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think that's amazing. I mean, it's probably mostly a sign that the economy in the United States 
uh, society is dying, that we don't have, like, so much, like, excess income that we can afford to buy gifts. That's, like, probably, like, the main staple of why uh, so many families are giving up gift gifting. But at the same time, I think in the general sense of consumerism and waste, it's probably for the best as well. Yeah, I think so. I don't know jack shit about the economy. I know I have enough money to, like, buy people gifts, but I know that that's not a good expenditure. It's just something that's generally expected of of me and my friends and family because that's the normative culture in the United States. Right. Uh, and of course, a lot of people stand to benefit from that, uh, you know, in the in the corporate realm. So of course, they're going to push the ideology. They're going to oh, for sure. Yeah. Out of it. They'd be like, you, you know, like buy, buy, buy. Look at all these sales. We're getting in the black. Uh, all this mess uh, that you should tunnel vision. Just totally ignore it. Go into the, the new year with the resolution that you're not going to buy people useless gifts the following Christmas. Speaking of new year. Nice. Do you have a new year's resolution, Tim? No, because fuck that shit. But I understand <laughs> yeah. a lot of people do have new year's resolutions. Uh, I actually have a list here. I was hoping we were going to talk about this. Ooh. Uh, this is a top ten list of the most common New Let me guess. The first nine are to lose weight, and then number ten is to not drink so much. <laughs> That's number nine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Great. Hey, you are you are pretty close. So the let's see. The first one, two, three. The first three have to do with eating healthier, dieting, or exercising. So basically the same thing worded in different ways. Pretty much. Just like being a healthier person. Number four, you want to take a guess on that? 32% of respondents said, call my mom more often. That's actually not on the list, but we do have at number 10, spend more time with friends and family. Only Hmm. 13% of respondents said that. I'm kind of sad that's number 10, but what's number four? Number four is save more, spend less. Oh, yeah, right after fucking Christmas. It's just like, I spent all my fucking money. I guess I should make my New Year's resolution to... Get some of that back. Dumbasses. Uh, number five, learn a new skill or a, skill or a hobby. Uh, I would encourage everyone mean? to take up medieval fighting. It's a like, pretty cool hobby. Like, they're so, like, ambiguously of just – I mean, I guess, like, I guess if anyone said they wanted to pick up a specific skill or hobby, it got netted into the number five. Is that how that works? Uh, I, I would assume as much. Like, if they said, I want to learn how to unicycle, it would probably be absorbed within that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's twenty six percent of respondents. Uh, number six, quit smoking. Damn. Now, what? Oh. How much percentage is that? That's twenty one percent. So twenty one percent. So of all the people they fucking asked, twenty one percent of them is just like, I want to quit smoking, man. So that means there's. Probably what does that mean? Like twenty one percent of the populace still fucking smokes, like. Or a hundred percent of smokers have the New Year's resolution to quit, which might equate to twenty one percent. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, seven uh, percent read more. That's that's pretty good. You know? Yeah, but you could read anything. You could read fucking BuzzFeed articles and like. <laughs> I do. I, I constantly read articles on the internet. That's exactly. I, I, I probably spend more time doing that than anything else. Like I couldn't read more if I wanted to. So you got to be more specific. You got to say read more books or some shit. Yeah, re- yeah. Read read more novels. Read more nonfiction. Like, come on. Like, be a little more specific. At number Seriously. eight, find another job. That's <laughs> 16% of respondents. 
So there are definitely some people out there in the economy that are not so happy with what they're doing. Yeah, like wages haven't gone up for the last 30 fucking years. Yeah, so a lot of people, for one reason or another, want to work somewhere else. Uh, Number nine, we talked about drink less alcohol. Number 10, spend more time with friends and family we talked about, Um, which is really funny. Like number 10 especially is kind of hilarious. Especially since it comes right after the holidays. I was like, wow, I spent all this time with people. I should spend even more time with them. I love it. It's like, nah, I'm good. Like, I I did my duty. Like, I went home. I saw my friends and family. It was great. Right. But like I've already said previously, like, I, I can't, I can't not fight with people I know disagree with me. So. Right. Just uh, I one day maybe I'll grow up a little bit and I'll have the maturity to not randomly start fights when I get bored, but that's not happening anytime soon. What is this? You have an opinion that differs from my own? Let me argue with you. Fight, fight, fight. Yeah, it's just a, it consumes me. I can't help it. Can't it's, help it's like this dark energy just gets absorbed into you. Yeah, you become that, like the fucking Frankenstein monster. That's my New Year's resolution. Do not let dark energy consume me. There you go. All you need is uh, – I got some crystals here I can sell to you for uh, $99 a crystal. Uh, that seems high. It, it is, but just think about how much happier you will be uh, when you're not fighting with people so fucking much. Because oh, – oh, oh, wait. Okay, so explain to me how it works. Do I have to like eat them? Oh, no, no, no. You just have to buy them from me. The very act of buying them from me makes their magical energy start working. So it requires zero effort on your part. Zero. Just, just buy my fucking crystals. Do I have to hold them? Nope. Just, just got to buy them. You can just... leave them in the fucking Amazon box I'm sending them to you in and never open it. Just just give me your fucking money. Done. <laughs> Absolutely done. Sold. <laughs> Hey, there you go. I can check that one off my list. Perfect. Don't worry about it. How about you, Jimmy? Do you got any New Year's resolutions? No, it, it makes my girlfriend furious. <laughs> like, like she my. Shit ton? What's that? Because she has a shit ton, or or what? She didn't even ask me the question of like, do you have any of like, do you have any New Year's resolutions? She just asked me like the blanket question of like, do you have any plans? For 2019. Whoa. And I'm a crotchety ass monster that <laughs> just likes being a Debbie Downer and naysaying everything. And so my immediate response was, no, why would I? And her response was, that's dumb. Oh. And so then I felt like I had to supplement that. And I mean, like, and I do have, like, general, like, plans. Like, I'm going to continue doing this podcast which she also said was a dumb thing not because the podcast is dumb but because like i'm already doing it and then i had to remind her that it's continual work so my decision to keep doing it is like resolute in itself and she should appreciate that and so she accepted it and you know i like i want to visit my grandmother who lives in washington and there was some other bullshit responses that I gave of like general things that like I want to do, but it's like, I just like, don't like think in those terms. I'm not just like, I don't have like this fucking checklist of like a bucket list. Like I'm expecting to die in 2019 of just like, here's like the five things that I have to do next year because by 2020, <laughs> like my liver is going to fail 
And I, I'm, I'm going to be dead by that point. So I definitely need to do these five fucking things. Like, it's just, you know, like opportunities present themselves. And like, I take them and I'll go and I'll do them. Like, I just like, don't see the point in like making concrete plans. Like at the same time, like my girlfriend is like a fucking nurse practitioner and is successful and has a career. And like, I don't. So like maybe her goal oriented, kind of lifestyle of having specific things she wants to achieve like makes sense and like makes you a successful human being and my idea of just like oh i saw a now hiring sign in front of mcdonald's i guess i'll i'll go work there now you know like like my my way of like navigating the world is not quite as efficient i don't fucking know no man i i think it's more efficient like look at all these look look at the top 10 list right how many of these have we already personally achieved? Uh, I forgot them already. So do you, do you want to lose weight, Jimmy? I have an extremely high metabolism, so that's not fair. <laughs> I don't. So boom, fifty percent. Yeah, yeah, but that's like to no fault of my own. <laughs> like that's like I'm not doing anything. Do you want to like, quit smoking? Do I want to what? Do you want to quit smoking? No, I, I don't smoke, so but I, I used to, but I mean, I don't know. It's easy. Look, look you're already... Yeah, you're yeah, he- but it's... <laughs> you're head of a shit ton of people. All these people want to do these New Year's resolutions, and you're like, nah, fuck that shit. Like, I'm going to live life how I want to live life, and I'm not going to make these steady plans, because who knows? Like, they might work out, they might not. It doesn't really yeah. do any good to set these, like, meaningless goals. Not to mention, like... Uh, Jimmy's girlfriend, if you're listening to this, and I do know her name, I just don't want to say it on Fair. this. I appreciate that. She probably appreciates that. Yeah, your anonymity is safe with me. Uh, you know, cut Jimmy break. Call. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's going to work? <laughs> I, no. Because, uh, you know, not everybody's as goal-oriented and as, uh, as persistent and determined as you are. So when it comes to Jimmy – He's a free spirit, and he lives and he loves. I love. He does what he thinks best. That's right. And uh, I'm 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 wild and free. I'm just like a fucking stallion. (laughs) (laughs) Just a fucking wild stallion. Just you know. Yep. Yep. Sounds about right. Doing my thing. Anybody's ever seen Jimmy in person? He is a wild. Yeah. You just like you just fucking see me. You just fucking see 145 pounds, six foot four me with my fucking <laughs> rimless glasses and plaid plaid long sleeve shirt. And you're like, that dude's a fucking stallion. Yeah, that's that's exactly. Look at him. Look how scowling and free he is to scowl as he does. <laughs> so unhappy. I'm so unhappy. I, I have everything I want, but I'm sad. He has no New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Why would I resolute to something that I know will never happen? Oh man! But there are there are certainly repercussions of these resolutions. Some people act on them, and I think the most annoying group of people to act on their New Year's resolutions are the people at my gym. Why? <laughs> You just like see people like clinking weights around like I'm gonna lose so much weight, clink clink. Yeah, they're not doing they're not doing shit. Like they you can tell that they are definitely like a one type of year workout kind of person. 
Like it's my this is my one and only workout of the yeah. year. Here I am. Hear me roar. And they spend way too much time on the equipment that I need to use in order to maintain and or improve my body, which I have been doing over the course of the year. Ah, and it's it's like the hiccup, you know, the 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 the, the gym traffic is way higher during the months of January, February, and the beginning of March. It usually starts to even out as soon as the weather gets a little bit better because then people make the excuse that the weather's nice, so they're outside and doing stuff instead. Oh, yeah. And then they get That's out right. of the habit if they ever built it in the first place, and I never see them again, at least until next year. Good riddance. Yeah, fuck them. Get them out of there. You're wasting everybody's time. God. And for all you people that are our listeners that uh, are trying to improve yourself only during those months, go fuck yourself. Get out of <laughs> get, get out of there. You are wasting everybody's time. Yeah, you shouldn't start trying to let better yourself until early March. Then it's okay. Then we know you're you're a true mm-hmm. you're a true health conscious human being. That's right. Yeah, you, you come March first, then you're allowed to come back to the gym. Yeah. Hey, hey, hell, like, if prove me wrong. Like, if you if you think you got it in you, prove me wrong. But don't waste everybody's time. Gosh. It upsets me to no end. And if you go and complain and if you're like, oh, well, you know, Jimmy and Tim said this, just remember that the title of our podcast, like, don't, don't get all uptight about it. Like, we, this is what we're supposed to be doing. This is it. This is what we're here for. Yeah, have you encountered any silver linings as of late, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, we, we've just been like having like a on. free flow of like conscious like thought for like the past hour. Uh, silver linings, uh, uh, silver linings to uh, New Year's resolutions. I I suppose is that you know some people complete them and they accomplish them. Yep. And they achieve that goal for whatever reason. Waiting until January first to set some fucking goal for themselves enables them to uh, quit smoking and or lose weight and or all these build up relationships or whatever the fuck they haven't been doing uh, the other three hundred sixty five days of the year. So for those people, you know, kudos to you. Good fucking job. That's right. New Year's resolutions are potentially. The conscious introspection that allows for self-improvement. And that is fantastic. If only it actually happened that way the majority of the time. But for the other 99% of people, it's just a soul-crushing, you know, uh, uh, shadow play that they perform every year. Where on the first, they say the same thing every year. of Like, oh, this is going to be the year I quit smoking. Oh, this is going to be the year I, I lose weight. Oh, this is going to be the year I do X, Y, and Z. And then they don't follow through, and they just perpetually keep being disappointed in themselves. And for those people, I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> I, don't, this, I don't know what to say. You, gotta, you need a new game plan. Yeah, for real. Like, how about you be a little bit more realistic with your goals? Like, if somebody's like, I'm going to lose weight in 2019. How much weight? What's the end result? Like, what are you aiming for, and what's a realistic strategy to get there? Right. How are you going to lose that weight? Yeah, seriously. Like, are you going to not eat as much food? And if you are not going to eat as much food, how do you keep yourself accountable in doing so? If you're going to go to the gym and get healthier, how do you maintain uh, a consistent workout schedule so that you you don't end up skipping out a couple of weeks in a row and deciding that it's just not for you? Right. Just be 
be as conscious as you were when you were making these resolutions. And hopefully you weren't just doing it in an inebriated state after midnight on New Year's Day when you were, we're going to improve myself, Bash. So I guess I'm going to drink less because I'm drunk as a skunk right now. Uh, if, I, if I drink less than I did now, I drank an entire 12 pack of PBR. Then I'll be more sober than I was now for New Year. Yep, that's some solid reasoning. And I encourage everyone to use that type of reasoning when conducting their, their next uh, process of New Year's resolutions in the year to come. It's fucking beautiful. Excellent. All right. Well, w- what else about the holidays, Jimmy? Anything else got you sad about them? Um, you know... I mean, I mean, the only thing I mean like, got, that's got me sad is just like, um, like, uh, unfortunately for me, like my family didn't like grow up in like a podunk town and just like stay there for like eight generations. So my family's like super spread out so I can never, you know, see all the people that I would like to see for the holidays oh. to wish them, you know, a Merry Christmas and stuff like that, even though I know this is just like a superfluous uh, ceremony. I mean, it, it's still, I mean, it bums me out a little bit that I can't wish everybody, you know. Merry Christmas and stuff like that, just because it's it, it's impossible. Like I would have to like request the entire month of like December off and like visit a different you know family every four days in order to see everybody because my my family's a bunch of assholes and decided to like splinter as far apart as possible. Oh, that's a good thing to be sad about, Jimmy. Mm. I uh, I kind of wish that the holidays. Weren't so um, weren't so heavy on the back end of the year, you know? Like, oh yeah, it's bullshit, dude. I kind of wish that the, especially the family oriented holidays, were split up Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, that they they were like six months apart exactly. Seriously. Mm-hmm. So that way, like, what the fuck? We would have better excuses. Like, if I was to approach. Uh, my the, the schedule makers at work and be like, hey, you know, like, I'm going to go home and see my family for Thanksgiving. Uh, then they wouldn't be like, well, are you also expecting to take off Christmas? Because, you know, these things are only like a month apart. Because literally everyone else wants to also take off time for Christmas because, you know, it's Christmas. Yeah. One of my uh, coworkers got denied uh, because we just didn't have enough workers on staff to be able to continue what we were doing so it makes sense uh, I believe that kind of made me sad and, and, and a guy was talking about it today uh, or not today yesterday about it uh, and that made me really sad because I was like I was one of the people who prevented him from taking off right like I, I, I asked off I got my time I spent uh, the 22nd through the first off so I mean that that's some that's a silver lining in and of itself like I uh, don't always like my job, but hell, like I got some some substantial PTO and uh, and time off apart from that simply because yeah. I requested to have it. That's pretty great. Yeah, man, that's pretty great stuff. Uh, not everyone, not everyone has that. But it came at a, it came at the cost of this other guy not being able to go. He didn't. Well, he should have thought about that ahead of time. He should have requested it earlier. So, if he really cared so fucking much, I don't know. Yeah, it it really does stink though. Like I wish everybody was a. I wish we were able to just like pause time, and let everybody go where they needed to. Like, but 
there's all kinds of businesses and the commerce is still very much active during the holidays. Uh, what would Chinese restaurants do without the holidays? You know? Yeah. <laughs> people stay open. I feel kind of right. weird for all those people that I encounter uh, at gas stations, at convenience stores, at restaurants. Uh, at Walmart? At Walmart. Yeah, they're, they're, they're there. They're working. They're not spending their holiday with their family unless their entire family somehow works the front end of Walmart. <laughs> I mean, I, I encountered that. I uh, I was at Walmart, and I was uh, talking to some guys, checking out, and having a conversation. He was, like, he was like a third-generation Walmart worker. He was like, yeah, like my grandfather still works here, but my dad, like he recently um, left, and so he'll be at home. But like me and my grandfather have to like stay here until like 6 p.m. New Year's, I mean, uh, Christmas Eve before we get to go home. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. So, wait, wait, did you say your grandfather? Yeah, apparently, like, his dad, like, wasn't working, but his grandfather still was. I don't know. Maybe he had a physical injury while working there. I don't know how that fucking works. Yep. I'm the third generation cashier in my family. We all yeah, have man. cashier's lung. It's so sad. We all have cashier's lung. <laughs> <laughs> money <laughs> i mean money's fucking disgusting so it's, it wouldn't surprise pretty me pretty gross you probably get a lot of bacteria in you in you everything while you exactly. with that much with that much capital mm-hmm. that's pretty ridiculous oh man i've, I've worked front end at a at front end retail before have you ever done that jimmy uh, yes, unfortunately. Yeah, how'd you like it? Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would give it like a 2 at best. Like, working with the public is the literal worst, and the fucking, like, small talk literally kills my soul. Like, I would rather, like, manually be, like, putting stuff on a shelf for, like, 8 hours a day than having to talk to any random fucking asshole that enters any goddamn retail establishment ever. Oh, man, let me hit you with a joke then. Okay, so... I'm, I'm excited. Every time I would ring somebody up and the UPC would not would not show up the price on that gift card. I guess it's free. I guess it's free. I guess it's free. I guess it's free. That's the worst joke of all eternity. I heard that multiple times a day, so fuck you if you're somebody that said fuck that. Fuck you. Anyone that thinks they're goddamn funny, they're making some goddamn joke with their goddamn cashier by saying, well, I guess it's free because it won't fucking scan. You can rot in hell for all of eternity. I, hope I don't care if you're like some fucking... Uh, Mother Teresa level nun that's like done humanitarian work for your entire life. Fuck you. Yeah. Right. I don't need you. Everyone that you've ever said that to wishes you would die. That's right. I hope you know that. Just, just perform. To it's not yourself, funny. Rip your intestines out and and just die not on my floor. So. I, I I have like I have like cashier PTSD from hearing that joke one too many times. So go fuck yourself. Yeah, I I actually like standing in line. If I hear somebody say that ahead of me, I immediately turn to my wife and I'm just like fuck that guy. Like I'm hold me back. I'm a, hold me back. I'm hold me back. Guy. It was like giving your your wife your shirt. You're like hold me back. I'm gonna kick his boat. Yeah, I, I like I flick my axe out and I'm just like I'm gonna fucking kill. Him. I want to murder his ass. Yeah, I just I pop my helmet on and let's, let's do it. Exactly. Let's fucking go, bro. Let's Raise go, bro. This. 
It's like throw him a sword. For some reason, you have like an extra sword in your hands. Yeah. Now we will fight to the what, death. You don't go to the grocery store with an extra sword? With two swords? Yeah. No. Wait, I go with my arming sword, my long sword, and my bastard sword. Jing, 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 jing. <laughs> That's racist, Tim. <laughs> Asshole. Oh, man. All right. Well, I, I think that... That probably sums it up, Jimmy. Yeah, that, that sums it up, Tim. Um, so, uh, based off all this holiday bullshit, uh, why are you sad, man? Oh, man, why am I sad? More so than the usual sadness. Why am I sad? Uh, so, whenever you whenever you have holiday time, right, uh, it's almost yeah. like all your responsibilities kind of get pushed to the back burner. But when you come back, sure. you're still living in reality. So, right. all of those responsibilities didn't go away. They just... They're, they're now just delayed. So the deadline's still there, but now you're at crunch time. So I've been kind of stressed the last couple of days getting back out of holiday mode because mm-hmm. that tempo hadn't changed. Like the, the world is still turning just as quickly as it did before. So now I'm just like running around with my head cut off trying to figure out how I'm going to balance you know, my work life, my relationships, my, my hobbies, uh, my, my career building, like all of these things that I know still need to be done, but I haven't progressed in for a a solid week while I've been telling myself, you know, it's for my friends and family that I'm, I'm taking this time off. But Mm. in reality, it feels like I've just been running away from my responsibilities for a week. That's fair. Yeah, no, that's totally true. Yeah, the, the it would it would be nice if we could just go into a fucking time vortex and like time would stop and we could enjoy the holidays yep. and then we could like literally pick up right from where we we hit the the the, the clock uh, stopping time yeah. and just pick right back up and keep going on with everything we needed to do. But that's just not the case, you know. Time keeps on ticking and uh, it's a bitch. But uh, you know, there's nothing we can really do about that. If any of my friends and family are listening to this podcast, please get me a hyperbolic chamber for my next Christmas gift. <laughs> I'm like fucking like Goku, just like working out, you know, in his little fucking gravity ch- six thousand times percent higher gravity. <laughs> you know, so doing all the shit you have to do. <laughs> and then I get out, and it's like I've aged ten years, and everybody around me is just like. Where did you go? We turned around and you weren't there. We're old as shit. We moved on. Your, your wife has found a new husband. There you go. <laughs> He's a veterinarian. Oh! No! Uh, Stefan, Stefan, Stefan. Oh. Stefan, that's the name of my mechanic. I knew it. It's it's true. I, I've... Okay, so if we're going to talk about shit that I'm sad about, I've just spent 2000 fucking dollars on my fucking car because it's like, oh, hey, Jimmy, you spent all your money on people you love and care about for the holidays? Well, how about you add a $2,000 bill for your fucking car as well? <laughs> yeah, that, that's me. That's that's that that's that, uh, well, it's yeah. Stefan sounds like goofy. But yeah, Stefan's just like, oh, hey, Jimmy, welcome back to Meineke. We're sure glad to have you. <laughs> well, your car is a piece of shit, so this is what we gotta do to it to keep it running. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that's that's basically it it's it's trash um so that's like and honestly like as much as like that two thousand dollars like hurts my my budget and my bank account and everything else if i'm gonna get to like the meat of like my deep down sadness it's like a nostalgia sadness so um i don't know if anyone above the age of like 50 has logged on to ebay in the last like 10 years especially with the invention of amazon but i like i rediscovered ebay and like i had like this weird fucking like sad deep down nostalgia for my childhood and i rediscovered that there's fucking pokemon cards on ebay so i may or may not have spent a certain sum of money on pokemon cards (laughs) in the past 30 days when I think back on like it's fucking pieces of cardboard and what kind of sad piece of shit at the age of 26 spends money on Pokemon cards like it's as if I'm having like a midlife crisis but I'm only expecting to live to be 52 years old so I'm like wasting copious dollars on fucking Pokemon cards now because I'm not going to be alive for you know much longer and uh, it makes me fucking sad when I fucking think about it in those terms. Dude, that's that's my reasoning for so many decisions in life. Like I I, I just believe that I'm not gonna make it that long. So why why not just engage in medieval combat? <laughs> yeah, why not? Like why not take bricks to the face and like long swords to like the noggin? Yeah. Like you know I want to do it. So why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? That's right. And uh, if I want to catch them all, then you got to. You know, you've got to, you've got to catch you, them catch all. you literally got to. And uh, if anyone is in the, you know, Louisville region and wants to look at my choice holographic Pokemon cards, um, you know, <laughs> I'm here. Let, let, let Jimmy know. <laughs> I've got them. <laughs> oh, man. They're pretty sweet. Uh, do you even do you play the game? Do you, do you know? how? No, no, it's not the fucking point, Tim. <laughs> the playing, playing the game is superfluous. To the wanting of the cards. It is like a visceral fucking need of the images that I remember seeing as a child on these pieces of cardboard and my mind needing to like see them in person again. Like, and it's not logical or sensical. And now that I have them, I'm more sad than I was before. But at the same time, I don't have to think about them anymore because now they're in my possession. And hopefully, if my girlfriend listens to this episode, she doesn't leave my fucking ass (laughs) for knowing about this. But, you know, like, the sadness is subdued for the time being. It's just like feeding coal to the fire of my sadness. To to make you feel better, like, I've I've definitely invested, (laughs) invested, being the term I say to make myself feel better about. It makes it sound more professional, right? It's like, oh, I've invested a certain sum of money towards Pokemon cards. It's like, oh, because you're hoping to seek a return. Mm, I wouldn't go that far, but I definitely invested money. Yeah. I, I, I invest the money uh, in hopes that they will give me happiness. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just it, It's this ever uh, – this, this feeling that you always have to continue, that you have to gain, right? That you have to progress. So that with so many other games uh, like it, you know, you, it never ends. You're like, bye, bye, bye. You, you got you to gotta catch them all. You got to, man. Uh, yeah, it never, it, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, you're chasing the dragon, man. Mm-hmm. As our uh, addict laden uh, listeners understand. That's right. Uh, check out our episode on addiction and pharmaceuticals. <laughs> yes, yeah, Big Pharma. We've, yeah, 
listen to uh, Speaking of our other episodes, uh, you know, we, we talk about a variety of topics here on Cynic Empowerment. Uh, and we would love if you guys would give us a little bit of feedback. If you have a topic that you'd like us to speak on, we will be more than happy to do so. You know, give us a couple of ideas for our next episode. If you have some criticism uh, or a correction that we could make, uh, please, please, please let us know. There are several places that you can catch us at. Where are those at, Jimmy? All right. If you want to catch us at all of our uh, social media platforms, you can reach us at uh, Facebook. At, just like search us at Cynic Empowerment. You can find us there. You can tweet us, tweet at us at Cynic Empower Me One, and you can also send us an email at Cynic Empowerment at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you. It means a lot to us, and we've gotten a, um, more feedback recently than we've re- uh, than we've received as of late, uh, asking us to do an episode on uh mental illness and uh thing topics such as psychology in general and we are definitely trying making an episode uh, about these topics in the works in the future but we want to make sure that when we address these topics we do so in the most appropriate way possible that we're, that we're, we're very flippant on a lot of things we talk about and so we when we do talk about uh mental illness and stuff like that we want to make sure that we're more uh let's say factually based than we have been in some of our uh, other episodes so we are definitely working on that which it just it may take a little bit of time yep so uh be patient please we love you. please love god we, we we love you audience you guys are so great but I think that uh, that about sums it up, right, Jimmy? Uh, the other thing I want to bring up is so uh, whenever our our episodes get shared or referenced or whatever on on Facebook, it lets us know. And I'm pretty sh- I'm 95 sure this is a bot account, but uh, since I'm aware of it, I just want to bring it up. <laughs> and so this is what we've got. So great. someone referencing. Our Cheesecake Factory or Death episode, uh, they shared it, and this is what they wrote. <laughs> um, I guess this is a slick way to send a threat. I'm not scared of any threats. These folks are just some straight-up frauds. Exclamation, exclamation point, exclamation point. Sad. Sad. I love it. I actually really enjoy that kind of response. If everybody could please send us, like, I don't know whatever kind of bullshit that is. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like, I'm still trying to decode it. Like, I'm not quite sure because in that, in that specific episode, we talk about how the uh, the Eagles landing or whatever fucking country club tries to subvert power of the town of Stockbridge yeah. near Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm not a thousand percent sure whether or not this person is like saying <laughs> like they're frauds or if they're saying that Tim and myself are frauds. You know what? I'm not quite sure who the subject of the frauds are. Regardless, I'm intrigued. Right. I, I'm very intrigued. If you think that we are being fraudulent in any way, shape, or form here on Cynic Empowerment, please let us know. We would like to know how exactly we're being fraudulent because we don't want to mislead anyone because we've never misled anyone before. Once ever. We are the most factual, truth-driven podcast yeah. circa 20. 20- 18 and forward. We're, we're fucking primary sources. Use us in your academic thesis. Exactly. Please. Like, we are the Dick Van Dykes of podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
That's a good way to put it. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that sentiment. Dick Van Dyke, huh? Yeah. Dick Van Dyke. With or without mustache? With. Oh, hell yeah. That's that's my favorite Dick Van Dyke. It's my favorite dick. <laughs> my favorite dyke. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Got him. <laughs> well, um, we hope you all will be our, uh, you know our misanthropic family mm-hmm. uh for this holiday season and uh we'll 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 see y'all next time yep keep your head up we'll catch you next time my my brick to the face training has taught me how to hit somebody really hard in the face with a brick so 